Welcome back to episode 13 of First Baptist Blanchard Podcast. Joe Prater here, also with Pastor Clay. And uh, if you hear noises in the background, that's a good thing. We're right in the middle of VBS, so there may be some kids walking through. We've we've got it the best we can, but uh, it's a great thing. Great time, a lot of kids, a lot of things going on this week. So we got some word to share and some some things going on that we'll kind of talk about. So, Brother Clay, how are you? Man, I'm doing great. I was just kind of thinking when you said that, you know, if you have a church where you don't have uh, kids in the background, you got a you got a stale place, man. That's you, you need yeah. to have some kids. That's your next. That's your next leaders. That's that's the next. You, shows you got young families in your church. I mean, if you don't have young families, that's a you, you're not in a you're not in a good place. And uh, so glad to hear um, those kids. Last church that that I was a um, a pastor of before I got there, um, they said like in the nineties was the last time they had kids in the church. And when we we merged and took over that church and and became a part of that church and started having kids in it, the older generation weeped. They were they were just like, man, we hadn't had that sound in so long. We've been missing it. So, man, if you don't have kids, you're, you're in a bind. So right. um, we got to have them, man. Yep. They're the best part about life and sometimes the most stressful part <laughs> about life. Uh, that's what I was always told. Of course, <laughs> you know, being a grandparent, I'm sure that's going to be a little bit different for you. But Absolutely. But uh, Cool yeah. things, though, man. I mean, you know, we just wrapped up Team Kid, had a, had a good semester of Team Kid. We had a... Uh, more kids in, in the building than we've had in, in a long time. Um, I've been here a year and a half now, and uh, we went through a spell there. You, you know, you got you got to weigh in COVID too, but you know, Wednesday after Wednesday after Wednesday, not having some kids there for a while, and then uh, sparking out a new ministry with some great leaders, new leadership, uh, new folks serving back there. Man, it just took off, and uh, I think we finished the year with like fifty kids and. Um, oh wow! Yeah, because we started with just twenty something, right? Started out 20? with about six. Six. <laughs> I know it the, just grew the, and the it grew. kickoff Sunday. We had registered some, but then all of a sudden it just started growing and growing and right. growing. Oh, I was. I'm sorry. I was talking like the weeks heading up to Team Kid. There was yes. like five here, six, right, right, and right. then once it kicked off, man, it did well. You know, it'd be like twenty, then thirty, then come in the office and McKenzie would go, we had 35 last night. And so it just grew and grew. Man, it's kind of like our youth, man. Yeah. You know, they're growing. They're, they're growing. They're uh, growing. Their Wednesday night crowds getting bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, the adult crowd and youth always tends to grow with the kid crowd, mm-hmm. which is good. I mm-hmm. mean, it, it's just the involvement of people in the church and that's, right. it's just exciting, yeah. you know, just to have that, just to have, it, it's whenever you're up here during the week, it, there's never a dull – there may be some quiet days, dull moments, but, man, it just seems like sometimes these doors are just like a swinging door and it never gets shut good and the air conditioner's kicking on, just people in and out all week wanting to help or getting ready for the next uh, serving – ministry serving that they do or participate with, that kind of thing. See, I'd say the same thing, man. If you don't have if, – if it's – you don't have people coming in and out the door every day, you know, just yeah, kind of like checking. Like these kids going by yeah, right kids now. Going if you by, came here on the <laughs> Yeah, that was good. But, you know, if if, if then you're dead. And, right. and who wants to be at a dead church? I don't. And, uh, you know, some folks just say, man, there's always somebody in your office, somebody, you know, talking or something. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I want that inter- interaction and that involvement because 
that just fires up another leader to to serve somewhere, to grow, and uh, to love on somebody. So, you know, I, I love having folks coming yeah. in and out, man. More We've got a lot better. of leaders in the church, mm-hmm. and and what I've noticed is we have a lot of people that they desire to be leaders, and I guess that's you know there's there's a lot of that that people just they just want to serve, mm-hmm. and and once you get them serving, it's you better hold on because they're going to go for it, you know, and it's, um, you know, with this reaching a different crowd and, and, you know, different folks, I don't know who all it's reaching. I don't, I don't know if we're getting into, uh, you know, non-members and stuff like that. You know, I hope we do, you know, eventually down the road and that stuff. But if this is folks that are members that are listening to our podcast, man, there's always a place for you to serve, you know, don't, don't hesitate to say, man, I just wish he'd ask me. I wish just the opposite. You come ask me, hey, where 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 do you want me? And uh, um, we're not going to turn you down. I mean, we, we've in you know we got a place for you to serve. We got a place for you to be, and a place for you to grow in ministry. I'm excited. We got a new Sunday school cl- uh, class uh, being birthed. Uh, comes in July when Kylie and and Brandy get back from uh, the mission trip, and I think they have another mission trip planned after that one, and then uh, the first I think first Sunday or so in July. Uh, we kick off another Sunday school class. So our Sunday school is growing. And I think the college and career kind of starting there. I say college and career. I've always kind of hated that. But the the younger group, you know, just out of high school, but not 30 yet. We were all there once. But they have a little group, I believe. They meet, and it's getting bigger. And it's They're starting meeting to grow on Wednesday and, night. What they do is, which is really cool, they fellowship with the youth because they're not that far removed from them. And um, the – leadership and the youth are doing a great job of providing a meal for those kids to come back in there too and so you know like you said we were there one time young right out of high school right out of college you know groceries are a little thinner than than most or you know you have to cook your own meal and so that gives them a good opportunity to come get a a home-cooked meal or something different they fellowship with the the adults in there and they break off and go um have their own time of Bible study. Uh, Meredith uh, Davison's leading that. She's doing a great job. And, you know, that's visiting. such a, a unreached group. I mean, I know we have student unions and different things in college, but you got to look at the groups that aren't in college. You know, not college at noon. for It's not for everybody, no. trust me. And, yeah. and with the way things are now, so many people do college and school where they're more online and, and they don't actually have the interaction they need the interaction, and that's where we uh, statistically proven. It, that's where you lose a lot of people is that that younger age, and so keeping them engaged. So, yeah, we have a lot of pace setter activities, and we have the the adult activities and the the kids and the the parent activities. But you know, that's where where you see the leaders come from, and we really uh, have people trying to trying to support that ministry and, and start to grow that ministry and to grow that group of people. It's it's to do life together. I know you mm-hmm. and I have talked. The importance of a group like that is is a life group, is mm-hmm. to do life together. Right. Church is not just coming here and going to service. That's part of it. But, man, it's the fellowship that you get with it, kind of like well, we'll, we'll roll back to Nehemiah, kind of like we that. We will, and that's great. I'm glad you said that because last week, um, a little unplanned probably, transition. Yeah, probably not where um, we probably left off in Nehemiah, but just to 
uh, as a body of believers that were here on Sunday, you know, I, I was told you guys, I, I walked around the building and began to pray. And, and as I was walking, I picked up one of those blue cards that we have for a prayer request. And it was, you know, the Lord pressed on my heart, what are you looking for when you come to church? Are you looking for friends, relationships, meaning, God, peace? You know, because we're looking for, if we come here, you're usually looking for something. And then, you know, it's not a motto. You know, it's on the wall, this this new thing that, that we put up this year, the one times one equals one. It, it just kind of after I preached the message and I saw the, the, the banner, it made me think, if we're only coming one time a, a week, one hour a week, that's what you're going to get. One times one equals one. You're only going to get that one meal out of a whole week. You're only going to get one experience with God out of the whole week. And it's kind of like what we talked about being malnourished uh, in a famine. Those folks were in a famine. If, if we're going biblical, it was Nehemiah 5. If you want to pick it up and read it on your own, it was verses uh, 1 through 5. And there was a great outcry of the people and their wives against the, the Jewish brethren. For they were those there. Hold on, Joe, i got to get my glasses on. That's right. <laughs> uh, there we go. Much better. We are sons and our daughters. Therefore, let us get grain that we may eat and live. There were also some who said we've they've mortgaged their land, their vineyards, their houses, um, that we might buy grain because they were in a famine. One times one times one. If you're only one time a week, one time out of the, um, a, a, you know, out of that day, spending time with God, you're not growing very far. And um, I just believe that people need to pick the book up, the book being the Bible, and they need to feed on it. They need to get in there themselves. They need to find those nuggets. They need to find those morsels of food that will stretch them, that will grow them. That you know what? You ever had a, a time in your life where you went through a, a crisis? Yes. What did you what what'd you lean on? Well, it's funny because I I don't know, I'm pretty sure you talked about it uh Sunday. We you lean on God. Mm-hmm. You take him take him off the shelf. You you do what you gotta do with him and you lean on God with it and, and I mean that's that's what we do. Right. That's, that's that's what I've done. And it and right. it the the situation was resolved, not necessarily to what I wanted out of the crisis or I wanted out of the situation, but it was obviously what God wanted out of the situation. Well, usually when you're going through a crisis or a storm, kind of what we were talking about Sunday, you know, the Lord squeezes us kind of like a, um, you know, a tube of toothpaste. When you want some toothpaste on your toothbrush, what do you do? You squeeze it. You're trying to get something out. And put it on that brush. Well, the Lord's trying to get out all that junk out of us. He's trying to get us out of that pride. He's trying to get us out of that self-reliance. He's trying to get us out of that whatever, you know. It's what I always say, man, I can't get in your head. I can't get in your heart. I don't know what you're going through, but I know something. We're all either about to go head face into a storm or we're right in the middle of the storm and the ship feels like it's going to break and and, and, and go down and, and we're going to die and all that kind of stuff. Or, man, you've come through it. Yep, there they are. There's the kids, the kids coming through. You've, yep. you've went right through it 
and you're on that mountaintop experience where you've saw God come through. He rescued you. He solved whatever the, the, the problem, the, the, the outcome, whatever. He's mended it back together. Man, you're up there, and you're, you're on cloud nine. Well, you know what? Our guys are going to Colorado. Um, we have a mission team going, about 25 folks going out there. You know what? I've been on some of those mountains. And when you get up really high in elevation, you know what happens? You can't breathe very well. Nope. And so same scenario, man. You, you, you just it's you can't live on the mountaintop. You gotta get back down where the where the grass is at. You gotta go back in the green pasture. You have to be somewhere to be fed. And you know what? If he led you to the mountaintop, he'll he'll lead you right back to the food. And uh so, you know, we just gotta we got an uh, old, old saying I've always used, we got to go where God's at. We got to minister where he's at because you know what? He's always working. He's always doing something. You know what? He doesn't need you. He doesn't need, need me. But isn't it cool that he does involve us in the ministry? He pulls us in and uses us. That kind of goes with the message from Sunday. You know, man, when we're in the Word, we're not in a famine. I'm not starving. Right. I'm in this book, man. You're reading it. You're growing. This morning, not to brag on anything about me or anything like that, but I woke up about four forty-five, four thirty this morning. You know, I could have rolled around, sit there another hour or whatever. I didn't have nowhere to be, but I went ahead and got up. I'd gotten behind on my Bible, my one-year Bible plan. I was about two days behind. No, I was three actually. I was three days behind, and I sit there. And just caught up, man. Just sit there for about an hour, hour and a half, reading those scriptures, reading, um, you know, where it was. Just feeding on the Word. And, um, you know, not in a famine when you're feeding. No, you're not. And that's the – it's just a weird, weird thing, you know, that that, – or a God thing. That the message Sunday, what what really struck me was how many times do we not – follow through with God. Um, how many times do we go and, and say, hey, God, I need I need help here, and then not follow through with it? We, we put him back up, you know, and um, but that that's that's a struggle. Uh, one of those things is is like your daily reading. You know, I, I, I struggle with that, too. We have a, a daily Bible study that a group of men do, and Keeping up with it sometimes is a problem. You're like, hey, you know, God, I promise you I'll keep up with it this time. Just take care of it. And then something as simple as that. It just goes, the day starts, and the day ends, and then you realize, oh, man, I didn't do that. It's kind of like uh, being married, and you're like, if you if you were asked to do something and you don't do that by your wife, uh, at the end of the day, you're going to find out about it, you know, but God just sits there and he just says, well, maybe tomorrow he'll talk to me, you know, maybe tomorrow. There's always, but it, we, why do we do that? We shouldn't do that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Well, here's Rely some nuggets, man, that, yeah. that, we've, that we've pulled out of there over the last couple of weeks. Um, I think that'll help, you know, kind of any of us. Was Nehemiah 4, verse 14, he says, do not be afraid. You know, we need that. We need to hear. We need that encouragement. Don't be afraid of whatever we're going through, whatever storm, whatever battle. Why? He gives it to us, man. This is what I like about Nehemiah. Verse 20, same chapter, he said, our God will fight for us. It's not to, we're not afraid because 
God's right there in the battle with us. He's right there. He's protecting us. He's guiding us. He's leading us in and out of the storm. So, uh, you know, it's, it, it's, we need to lean on that a whole lot more. Don't be afraid and uh, know that our God will fight for us. And then he says it over there in, in chapter Hey, can Five. we can, can yeah, we go yeah. back to that one though? Go where you want to go. So let's let's go back to that one. Mm-hmm. So we go back to nineteen, mm-hmm. and this is uh, Nehemiah talking to the builders of the wall and the other officials. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I said to the nobles and the officials and to the rest of the people, the work is great and widely spread, and we are separated on the wall, far from one another. In the place where you hear the sound of the trumpet, rally to us there. Our God will fight for us. Mm-hmm. So the context of that, the our God will fight for us. The way I in, read and interpret, I know it has its own set, and the, our God will fight for us, but is this not the place where we blow the trumpet right here at the church? It is, is whenever we have problems, this is saying, hey, don't fight the problems by yourself. Right. Blow the trumpet, man. We'll Let them know, we'll and they'll running. come running. These guys, you've, you've showed an illustration, and uh, I'll see if I can put the illustration as, as our picture for the week for okay. this this one, but... You showed the illustration, and the illustration and the drawings are the guys are working with swords on. There's an archer right. standing over them. There's women feeding the men. There's kids feeding the men. I, I, I envisioned that the women had the kids off somewhere that couldn't work, and they're doing their own vacation Bible school for 50-something days, you know, And but they're supporting each other. And these men worked and fought, and they were fighting off an invasion while they worked. But in the context of, of our lives— if if we have an issue at our wall, we're constantly building our wall. We're constantly supporting and, and trying to build our, our our the proverbial wall, I guess you could say, that surrounds our community. Well, if we've got a problem, we should blow the trumpet. We should we should all come together and say, Hey, you know what? Hey, they've had some issues over here. They've had some problems with this family. They blew the trumpet. A group of men and women showed up, and and we take care of that. Mm-hmm. If, it, if it's at the church, we meet at the church, meet at the meeting place. We bring our swords, our Bibles. We bring, you know, the knowledge that we've given us, the things that are given to us in Corinthians as, as part of our, our armor of God. Mm-hmm. And we fight, and that's something that that I, I, I see beginning uh Brother Jim Peck and I actually were talking a couple nights ago at Bible school while we were waiting on the kids, and we talked about how, you know, the men did that at one time and, and how that's not something that you can just plan. Somebody somebody had the problems, and that's where some of your best Sunday school classes or prayer groups or, or ministry started from is because somebody blew that trumpet and God came and we fought for it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if that was where you're going, but that's... That's some. Sure, man. You that's, you're, uh, that's a, you're, you're kind of getting radical, man. You're sounding well, like an axe. Uh, hey, you sound look, like a church axe, a New Testament well, church. We'll be. Oh, okay. So that's and, what we're. Okay. Yeah. yeah New Testament church. Yeah. But yeah, that that's my thing, and mm-hmm. and I relate that to everything. I know there's. We try to stay out of politics. We try to stay out of some other stuff with the associations and the different that. But man, why are we not supporting? A, if a church in another community is having a problem. Just like in Pueblo, where these these folks are going to Colorado, mm-hmm. they're over there blowing the trumpet, and they're like, "Hey, we got problems with our wall. We need people. We need some help." So what do we do? We load up all the the church fans or the armory, 
and put the people in it, and we're taking them over there, and mm-hmm. we're going to give the help to the community. We're going to give the help to that church. We're going to surround them and, and shore up that, that one spot in the wall that maybe has a, a, a shortage of bricks that week or a mm-hmm. deficit that we're trying to fix. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the way I see the ministries grow. That That's mm-hmm. just Joe's interpretation of that, and that's, uh, man, them kids. They're coming through. They're that's coming awesome. through again. Like every ten minutes, <laughs> yeah. Every ten minutes, that's how they come through. But but that's that's the way I look at it. Whenever you talk about that verse, mm-hmm. and and you said, you know, God will fight for us. Well, uh, I want to know where did that come from. So then, when I start reading ahead of that, before we get there, that's what mm-hmm. I get from that. Is yeah. that, of course that's a whole message in itself, I guess. Oh, but, it was a full message. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you sat through it. Yeah, well, yeah, I was there. Yeah, it is, man. I mean, it 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 was, you know, taking a class right now, and and it's um, talking about this guy is really making you think, like bringing a worldview perspective in to the Old Testament and different things like this. And he's saying, you know, has has the church evolved? Have we do we look different, or should we still look the same? I think we are still look the same. I think we ought to still be doing some of this stuff, you know, coming shoulder to shoulder. I think we ought to do um, the, the the different things that they were doing. We just, what's happened is... Well, if we've evolved, then all these letters written to the different areas and the different churches, if we had, if we had truly evolved as a church, then the letters that Paul wrote to the different churches wouldn't still apply today like they do. Mm-hmm. And they still apply to a lot of churches in a lot of areas today. So in in my opinion, no, we haven't evolved. Instead of pulling carts around with a donkey or with 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 a, a work animals, we just use a different type of cart. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the only thing. But as people and as believers, especially as believers, mm-hmm. I don't think we should have evolved. Mm-hmm. We should still be believers of Christ and mm-hmm. follow mm-hmm. the direction He gave us. Mm-hmm. Well, we should be doing some of the things that they were doing. We didn't have to. We don't have to do the sacrifice anymore. No, because the well, sacrifice is made. But we're we a New Testament the, church, not an Old Testament. Yeah, that's but, the difference. Man, you know, we could there's, do. I mean, there's so much serve. You know, it's one of our our um, uh, logo mottos of our church is that's one of our three legs is serving. And and these guys served. I mean, they got alongside each other, and um, you know they were they were ready to get it and and do it together, shoulder to shoulder. And um, they got to working on it so far and so long. You know what happened? They neglected their 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 groceries. That's right. where we were in five. Right. You know they worked so hard that that you know the the crop season had passed them, the the harvest time had passed, and all that. And they they're just there's no food. And so, what are they doing? They're they're mortgaging their 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 land, their house, uh, because they want to eat. They want to have some food, and um, you know, sometimes a lot of Bible biblical uh, stories will tell you that the rich stored up. They had the money, you know, and they were able to to put those assets aside, put that extra grain up, put that extra stuff, and you know, it's no different today. I mean they they sold you know supply demand. They sold. What was there? They raised it up a little bit. The bad part, and we're going to look at a little bit more of this uh, this coming week, is that they charged such a high tax when they did borrow money from one another, and and there was 
Old Testament scripture that backed up that they shouldn't have been doing that. So the, right. the, it shouldn't have happened. They were charging 40 and 50% interest on a loan. Right. And scripturally, they weren't supposed to be charging their other brothers that kind of rate and that kind of stuff. And so what happened? Can you believe something, brother? That a guy in the Bible, a person that was a leader, a person that everybody was looking up to, he got a little bit angry. Mm. Yeah. That's weird. He got angry. You know the cool thing, though? He got angry, but he paused. He didn't react out of anger. He didn't, you know, he didn't just get after him. He just said, hey, I need to, I need to think just a second, but I'm gonna, we're going to fix the problem. He responded. He, he didn't responded. react. That's right. He, he yep. offered a viable solution to yep. an issue. Yep. So. Wow. So we'll learn more about that Sunday. We'll be yeah, getting okay. a little bit more of that. And then here's the cool thing, not this Sunday, because we have a, a guest speaker, one of our very own Michael and Shannon Burkhart, um, our our missionaries to Belize. He's going to be here speaking in both services. And when we finish the 8, eight o'clock service, the early service, we're going to go out in the parking lot and we're going to send off our group to, uh, to Colorado. Colorado. And then pray over them, send them out. We'll come back in, do Sunday school, and then he'll come back and he's going to expand a little bit more uh, onto the message. So I'm excited to hear uh, what God's doing in Belize and around the world and the different yeah. things that's happening going on. And that's right here in our own community. So, um, yeah. So I guess we'll kind of wrap up. Yeah. Get get a shutdown for the day on this. Look, uh, please pass this on to your friends. Pass it on to those that are in the church that may not have access to it. Uh, subscribe to this. If you don't like it, you know, then tell us what what you don't like. Let us let us improve it. But one thing we won't change is is we're going to always share the word and we're going to always share the uh, what our our church believes and what our church stands up for and, and where and we're going to and where we're headed. You're right. So it'll always be that biblically rooted conversations here. So uh, look. What happens if if you feel like the Lord's laid something on your life in this this podcast? Look, feel free, call the pastor at the church three one eight nine two nine two three four six. Email the pastor secretary pastor sec at fbcblanchard.com. Uh, we'd love to respond to you and and help you out with that decision. Uh, if it's something you just want to visit, let's let's just visit. You know, let's just get some some guys surrounding you and some ladies surrounding you. Uh, youth surrounding you, any of them, and, and let's just visit. Come get, come, come do life with us. Come join us, and come have a good time. Join us on Sunday, two services, uh, eight and ten thirty, and then we have Sunday school in between. Uh, it's going to be at nine fifteen, and then we encourage you to do life with groups on the outside, and then tr- uh, of course we have a service Sunday night at six, and then Wednesdays at six or six thirty, depending on which group you're in, whether it's youth kids or prayer meeting. So. Uh, a lot of things to go on, a lot of things to do. Uh, Absolutely. Got- well, Sunday night, um, I will be uh, going back to our spiritual warfare. Uh, we'll look at some landmines and some different things in spiritual warfare because that's real. And uh, a lot of us go through uh, a lot of battles, ups and downs and different things, and we'll just kind of need to know how to handle those things. So let me close this out in prayer. Yes, and, uh, let's do and we'll get on back in there to VBS and check out them kids. All righty. All right. Father, God, Lord, we love you. We thank you. Lord, thank you that you're saving some folks in, in VBS. Lord, I'm thankful that you're putting these foundations in their life. Lord, these building blocks. 
Lord, for the younger ones that uh, one day will come to know you as their Savior and Lord. I, play, I, I believe that you're just planting that seed inside those hearts and lives. So, God, we thank you for what you're doing. God, I pray that, Lord, we're not in a famine, that we're in your word, we're growing and we're maturing and being more and more like you and less like us. God, we love you and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.